This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Wednesday, the 9th of August. How is the irony, Juzzy Boy? Mm-hmm. Zoom, the enabler of working from home, yes. is actually ordering its stuff back to the office. How about the irony? Employees have been told that those who live near one of its offices must be on site for at least two days a week. Wow. Hey, man, I want to give you something to think about. Mm-hmm. Last year, the best performing super fund returned over 13%. Okay. And the worst, lower than 4%. Oh, boy. Now, on a $100,000 super balance, that is a $9,000 difference in just one year and think about how that compounds over time. Wow. Now in the Flux app this month, we'll take you through the things to think about when picking a new super fund. So download the Flux app this month and check out the Academy. Three lengthy stories today, Jazzy Boy. Let's do it. For our first. Maya has experienced a major slowdown in sales since January, mm-hmm. but has still seen its sales jump double digits since last year. If Maya was a football team, it would be the start of the rebuild. <laughs> so tell me more. So Maya is one of the OG department stores in Australia, dates all the way back to its first store in 1900. Now, B-Man, by the late 2000s, Maya had really hit its straps. Listed on the ASX with a market cap of more than two and a half billion bucks. Jennifer Hawkins was their brand ambassador and uh, life for Maya was pretty good. (laughs) But, Brett, since then, it's fair to say there have been a few twists and a couple of turns for the Maya brand. In fact, in early 2020, Maya was worth just $220 million. But now, they've updated their trading performance for the 2023 financial year. They're forecasting a net profit of between 69 million dollars and 73 million dollars and jazzy boy while its profit has slowed since january it's actually managed to beat expectations when it comes to total sales good for customers but not so good for investors so what's the key learning here higher sales doesn't always mean higher profits while sales and profit are very closely Mm -hmm. linked jazzy boy they are distinct measures of a company's performance and brett in the case of maya it was able to drive sales up to over 3.3 billion dollars for the 12 month period which was better than expected but its profit expectations were well below expectations. So, Jazzy Boy, clearly, Maya has been able to drive sales, mm-hmm. but uh, not profit. Yep, that's because they've been discounting a heap of their products to clear out stock. And for this reason, Maya's share price got whacked 14% after sharing the news. For our second story, Paramount Global has palmed off publisher Simon & Schuster to a private equity giant for more than $1.6 billion US dollars. Uh, this has been in the air for a very long time, B-Man, so tell me more. Some background, Jazzy Boy. Simon & Schuster, they are the book publishers that began way back in 1924. And they've got a whole list of big name authors on their roster. We're talking Stephen King, Colleen Hoover, mm. even Hillary Clinton. Now, Simon & Schuster was owned by Paramount Global by default after Paramount acquired another company named Viacom. Last year, Paramount tried to offload Simon & Schuster to another publisher called Penguin Random House for $2.2 billion US dollars. But a federal judge in the US came in with the big block and said, nah, not on my watch. So now Paramount has just given in. They've sold Simon & Schuster to private equity giant KKR for just over 1.6 billion bucks. Jazzy boy, what is the key learning here? In the world of mergers and acquisitions, sometimes entities inherit assets that don't actually fit into their core strategic direction. Simon & Schuster wasn't aligned with Paramount's core entertainment and streaming focus. If this is a breakup, Brett, Paramount would be giving the, it's not you, it's me line. Uh-huh. And this isn't uncommon, Jazzy boy. Case in point, Verizon acquired Yahoo in 2017 and with it came Tumblr, which Yahoo had previously purchased for $1.1 billion. But just two years later, in 2019, Verizon sold Tumblr for a rumoured price of less than $3 million. And Brett, now by selling Simon & Schuster, Paramount can allocate resources more effectively to its main focus and stop the bleeding. For our third and final story, Canva's latest valuation has hit $25.5 billion US dollars as its early investors sell down 
but Canva gears up towards an IPO Ooh. in the US. Canva's private valuations have been more volatile than the English cricket team over the Ashes tournament, B-Man. So tell me what's going on here. <laughs> well, Josie Boy, Canva is, of course, the Australian-based design software that's been trailblazing internationally. They've got 16 million paid users over the world and they made a whopping $1.5 billion in revenue in the last year. Now, Josie Boy, when it was party time in the tech sector, mm-hmm. Canva was valued at nearly $40 billion US dollars. Wow. And now, one of Canva's largest investors, Blackbird, has sold down $150 million worth of Canva shares and Canva's valuation has been set to $25.5 billion US dollars. Which is a 36% drop from its peak. But Canva's not phased, Jossie Boy. Mm-hmm. They reckon their valuation is pretty solid compared to other tech companies and they're still very much on path for an IPO in the US. And that means early Canva investors are going to get their opportunity to cash in or out big time. So what is the key learning here? In many tech startups, employees are given shares in the company as part of their pay package. But Jazzy Boy, here's the thing. Those shares can't just be sold willy-nilly like stocks on the share market can. They're only able to cash out those shares when there's a liquidity event. That would mean either the company is acquired Mm -hmm. or it lists on the stock exchange or the company announces a dividend. Now, Canva's been around since 2013 and with over 4,000 employees, there are many waiting to turn their shares into bucket loads of cash. And in Canva's case, it's looking like that liquidity event will be an IPO where employees will be able to sell their shares on the public market. Jazzy Boy, hard to believe that the difference between the best performing and some of the worst performing super funds is 9,000 bucks in a year. That either gets worse and worse and worse over time or better and better and better. In the Flux app this month, we'll take you through the things to think about when you're picking a super fund. So make sure to download the Flux app and check out the Academy. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.